Hey guys, it's Hello Waffle and we're back like we never left. Actually, no, a few days after that, I decided to watch Ozark and actually like pay more attention to it this time. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Um, It wasn't as kind of like explosive as previous seasons. Yeah. But yeah, still still pretty good. Obviously you got Marty Birds. I love Marty Bird, man. Hands in the pockets. You get me head nod, like he'll just be um, looking at like, Yeah, he's yeah. Always chilled. Fam, like he'll spot something from a far away, yeah. And let's say like um what's my man's name? The cartel leader. Um, oh yeah, what is his name? What's his name? I can't remember his name. Anyway. The yeah, no Navarro. That's Omar Navarro, yeah, 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 yeah. So his um his nephew, like when his nephew was like right in front of him, and then he sees something mad behind him that he doesn't want his nephew to to um uh, he doesn't want his nephew to spot. Yeah, he just he'll be looking like, and then he just uh, yeah a couple head nods to yeah 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 walking around with the hands in the pockets. <laughs> How are you this calm, bro? Yeah, How are you this calm. As in, like I just don't get. It. But um, one thing I clocked here, I clocked it from last season. I um, and I completely agree with you that it wasn't as, there wasn't a lot going on. Like there was a lot, but there wasn't a lot. It wasn't explosive. Mm-hmm. But one thing I clocked is that Wendy's very tapped. Oh, of course. And initially, I thought it was um her husband. Nah, man, he's the one been keeping the whole unit together. Yeah, but Marty's the one who introduced them to the whole um money laundering thing and you know the drugs the cartel but that was that was his partner more really no but there was a there was a clip that showed that marty was more involved than his partner initially it was his partner that introduced it yeah and but then pa- marty wasn't sold on it and then it showed that marty was like more involved yeah but then his partner was the one who messed it all up by stealing from them I guess so. But I didn't know. But initially, I didn't know Wendy was a part of it until, like, later on, it showed that she had known the whole time. Mm-hmm. Plus, she cheated on Marty on top of that, oh, which I always forget that she cheated. And then, yeah, and then this season, like, obviously, last season, she double-crossed, what, the lawyer? And then this, and her brother. And then this season, I just, like, it just confirmed again that she was just crazy. Like Wendy know, is, like, Tokyo. <laughs> From oh, from uh, money from money heist, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very impulsive, need to do things their way, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. But Wendy's a bit more extreme with it, where it's like, even with her son, Marty's just like, fam, he'll come back, he'll come back to yeah, us, just Marty's let him, crazy. let him make his own mistakes, yeah. Whereas Wendy's like, no, what? Yeah, she flips like even when um that burial scene, yeah, where she tried to do that thing mm. with um her daughter and uh, Jonah mm. I can't remember what her daughter's name is but yeah and then um, Jonah kind of like left immediately after like you've seen she's she's made an attempt to reconcile but immediately after that's failed she starts going crazy again I'm like well, what was the point yeah yeah I don't know she's and then obviously like... obviously there was that scene with um the old What's the old name? lady that's messing with Wyatt. Uh, darling, darling. <laughs> Where she just sat down and just looked at her. Oh, there was a t- oh, there was a TikTok I saw um of this. It's so bad. But this old this older I don't know if you've seen it, but this older woman, white woman, and then she's got a younger boy like extremely younger boyfriend who's black. Mm. And I saw a TikTok of this. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, this reminds me of Ozark with Darlene and um and Wyatt. Her boyfriend and well, yeah, Wyatt. Like, it's literally that same vibe. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, man. But, yeah, like, that scene when Wendy watched Darlene, like, literally have a heart attack or whatever was going on. I was yeah. like, Wendy, I was like, Wendy is tapped. Yeah. <laughs> Wendy's actually tapped. She has no remorse. She has, like, like what you said, she likes things her way. And if things don't go her way, then she'll, you know, she'll do I something. I feel like... I feel like she's a necessary evil, though. You think? Because there are, yeah, there are some moments where you need Wendy Bird. So, like, Wendy, ha- ha- the way Wendy's handled Darlene. Yeah. Like, Darlene is tapped as well. So you need tapped Darlene to go against tapped. tapped. Darlene is tapped. Fab. 
She was just shooting people left, right, and center. Literally. Oh, I was so shocked. But yeah, go on, carry on. Yeah, so sometimes you need tapped, like you need crazy to go against crazy. You get me? So sometimes she's a necessary evil. And like the way she kind of like swindles people, like the politician um, or that lawyer that she has that's working in her corner. And then that, how she got them, um, that pharmaceutical pharmaceutical company to kind of like herself, uh, yeah. yeah like she's yeah, she's yeah, she's, she's a necessary evil in a sense yeah. yeah no she's very smart and i guess um marty wouldn't be where he's at without her because mm-hmm. yeah she's she's made a few moves and i'm like yeah okay i hear it but she's definitely very tapped but one one scene that broke my heart was um of course obviously besides the whole roof situation and when she was uh, mourning the situation with um, what's Wendy's brother's called like brother's name? What is his name? The one that... Ben. Yeah, Ben. When she had Ben's ashes and then she put in the whole goat cookie jar thing, that mm-hmm. broke my heart. But the the other part that broke my heart was um, the like is it like, like the last episode when um Navarro's nephew comes in in Darlene's house and then he kills Darlene I was like fair enough you know mm-hmm. Darlene needed to die <laughs> Darlene needed to go yeah. but it killed Wyatt and it broke my heart because I was like I actually loved Wyatt I don't yeah. know but he just had some like some innocence about him and I just loved mm. him but yeah man I don't know I don't know what they're gonna do with the second part of that last season Big Man take what's What's wrong with Maya? Like, what's this Maya? self-righteous FBI agent doing, fam? Oh, I don't know what she's doing. I Literally, I I got lost. I didn't know what the plan was. After the whole bombing of that truck thing, I, mm-hmm. I was confused. I, I don't know what's going on. I can't lie to you. I do not. But Maya, I don't know what she's doing. But I think she knows that she can't trust Marty jarring man what? like she just ruined the whole thing they were they they had escaped they, yeah they were so close and then my was like nah. it's just like yeah. I, I, she just went to snitch yeah that story is not clicking it's waffle it's hella waffle what have you got any music news for us my love yeah, music views. Uh, of course, we do. Yeah, so uh, Fireboy DML and Ed Sheeran, the song Peru that they both have, is still at number two on the UK charts. We may see a number one from both of them. Elsewhere, Janet Jackson has released a Lifetime documentary which is titled Janet, and it is tied to the 40th anniversary of her self titled debut album. Have you had a chance to catch that? Yes, I have actually. I've watched all four parts, um, and I can't lie, I've really enjoyed it. Growing up, I'd always see like you know Michael and Janet, but I didn't really not not like pay too much mind about Janet. But you know, I knew her music, I knew a couple of bangers, but I didn't really know her story like that. Yeah, basically, I did watch the, the documentary, and I really enjoyed it. I feel like you should watch it if you haven't already. Um, Is it anything like? Have you seen a new edition one? No, I haven't actually. I've been serious. Yeah, I've been. <laughs> I'm so bad. But uh, yeah, it's like um, actually, I'm gonna say it's like Wendy Williams. But Wendy Williams, I feel like she went more in depth of her life, whereas Janet, Janet's more private. I thought that's the vibe that I was getting. That like, she's very private. She's been private with her life for the past forty years. Um, but I still feel like she touched the surface, and you can tell that there were certain topics that people were probably told not to talk about or not to speak on but it was still nice to see her perspective of things like you know you hear about the family the jackson family and their dynamic and everything else but it was nice to see janet's perspective and i know she's like been an icon for so many artists like that are now popping now and now prevalent in this day and age and she herself is still popping so i was like yeah i was so excited to, to um watch that documentary but yeah you should watch it too yeah i'll check it out elsewhere snoop dogg has acquired the rights to the label death row records from blackstone's mnrk music group snoop dogg did you say yeah snoop dogg yeah death row records can we see a return of 
the 90s? You never know. You never know. Adekunle Gold has released his new album, Catch Me If You Can. I'm yet to listen to that, but I love Adekunle Gold, so I'm excited for that one. Yeah, same. I am too. I love him. Hello, Waffle. Um, so obviously a lot of controversy this week surrounding a certain footballer at West Ham United, Kurt Zuma. Uh, on I think Tuesday or Monday, I was scrolling Twitter and I saw a clip of Kurt Zuma. Or actually, I didn't see Kurt Zuma in the clip, but on a tweet it said it was Kurt Zuma. But I saw a clip of a black brother kicking a cat and slapping a cat. And yeah, people were saying it was Kurt Zuma. Yeah. Um, I think because the Sun reported it as Kurt Zuma, and then obviously the next day Kurt Zuma comes out and apologizes, so it was Kurt Zuma. And yeah, there's been a lot of outrage, rightly so in my opinion, because you know as soon as I've come off that video, I'm like, well, what was the need? What was like, it? why why would you have a pet that you would you're kick gonna or you're gonna yeah. hit? Yeah, like somebody that likes animals or wants to have a pet you would think would treat them with some sort of care mm. so yeah immediately i left it but yeah there's been a lot of outrage um and then obviously west ham go and everybody's looking at the starting lineup thinking well Zuma's not going to play today and lo and behold west ham searching for top four place you know Zuma starts and it just gets even crazier. So, waffle or not for today is, did West Ham do enough to punish Kurt Zuma? Well, in my opinion, okay. The video was very brazy. <laughs> video. Yeah. I, I saw the tweets. I saw a lot of the tweets. But the tweets that I saw, I didn't see the video. I literally just saw the video just now. Um, mm-hmm. It was very brazy. But... The, um, the tweets I saw was the outrage uh, about Zuma and outrage about, you know, how the football community and how it, his sponsors and stuff have treated him. Um, yeah, compared to other footballers. In my opinion, what he did was very crazy. Like, and I completely agree with you. If you have a cat, if you have a pet, like, there's no point having that pet if you're going to mistreat it or kick it around or do whatever but the fact that West Ham fined him 250k compared to other players who done just as bad or even worse tell molesters um there's been people who've been overtly racist um plenty of times people who have physically harmed other people on the pitch uh bitten people all these other stuff And they've had lesser uh, punishments compared to Zuma. Yeah, Zuma. So I feel like West Ham did enough. Even his sponsorships dropped him and other partners that the club had have suspended or dropped their uh, collaborations and stuff or the partnerships. So I feel like West Ham has done enough. Like, you know, I understand what he did was bad, but the outrage and everything else surely is a part of the punishment like people have now gone to racially abuse him to troll him and all these other things like it's not all that extra stuff isn't necessary or like saying that oh racism isn't as bad as you know abusing a cat like that is very extreme and it's basically saying that an animal's life is worth more than a human's life or mental health but again, I don't agree with what he's done, but I feel like West Ham has done enough. Do you know what I mean? All right. How do you feel? I'm a first spanner in the works. Okay, cool. Um, people coming at it from different angles saying, oh, okay, racism isn't punished heavily enough or sexism in football or domestic violence, this, that, the other. Mm-hmm. Is that taken away from the issue at hand? You get me? Like, what about saying what about this or what about this or what about this? I mean, the main issue here is that there's been some animal abuse. You get me? Are we doing that thing where we're distracting away from the main issue? 
or should we still be able to compare it to other incidents? Yes. You know, you're hitting a spot here, Dells. You're hitting a, a very techie spot here. But I, you know what? You're probably right in saying that people. No, are... I'm, I'm just asking the question. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, your question. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it is right in saying that, you know, this could be a distraction away mm-hmm. from the point because the point was that he did abuse a cat he drop kicked a cat and slapped the cat around his face yeah which isn't great and it looked like a small cat it looked like a kitten really intriguing and that's and that's only what we saw on video yeah that's the that's yeah exactly we don't know what he does on a daily and the fact that people were laughing it shows that it was a normal thing to them do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. or we don't know what the cat had done previously maybe the cat tried to attack them or whatever we don't know we don't know the true story and yeah, in a sense, it isn't right to then ugh, you say like, oh, other places done this and that, and they haven't got a harsher, a harsher punishment. But again, it is slightly justified because, like, the backlash that he has got from it, the racism and this and that. The racism that the racism he receives is definitely uncalled for. Yeah. Right, but what I'm saying is, people who are coming at it saying corporations or sponsorships that don't react when there's racism or domestic violence from other players but are now reacting to Zuma, they're in the wrong. I'm saying, should we be doing that? Should we be having statements like it's... that, distracting away from the main issue? Okay, it's just, I, but I think it's justified. I don't know. Yeah, stand by your opinion, stand by your opinion. <laughs> No, I get it. I get the fact that it's distracting away from the, the actual topic, but it is justified because it's like, um, stand by what you what you say and what you do. Like, if you think one thing is wrong, like, mm-hmm. don't waver and, like, you know, hesitate when another thing is blatantly wrong, but now you're making excuses for it. They didn't make excuses for Zuma, but they made excuses for so many other different players. So it's just like, okay, cool. We're talking about equality, so... Yeah, make it equal. Make it so that these other players lose their sponsorships and their partnerships and whatnot. What other deals that they have? Like, make it, make it the same. So I think, I think it is justified in saying that. Well, wait, hold on. The way you're treating him is extremely different to the way you treated them. Like, give the same energy. I don't know. You still haven't given your opinion, so I'm still waiting. Yeah, because I was just asking the question. I was just throwing the Spanish words, but I, <laughs> yeah, man, I, I, I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, in a in a utopia, in a perfect world, you get me. Um, the racist footballers, the domestically violent footballers, you know, um, sex, the you know, the paedophiles, all those bad sort of footballers that you know, mm-hmm. they would have been dealt with appropriately. And when we get to this incident with Kurt Zuma, we could be like, okay. We we know and we expect the Premier League, West Ham and other corporations to deal with this appropriately, right? Yeah. But unfortunately, that is not the case. Now, outright, what Kurt Zuma did is mad. Very mad. It's crazy. crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. You get me? Yeah. And some people are saying, well, it's just a cat. I mean, anybody who's watched a documentary knows that serial killers... Like animal abuse is one of the um, predictors of serial killers. You get me? Yeah. Well, you're talking about don't fuck fuck with cats, right? No, I'm just talking about in general. Animal animal abuse is one of the predictors of a serial killer. I did not know that. Yeah. Wow, okay. You get me? Now, I'm not saying Kurt Zuma is... A serial killer, but I'm just no, saying animal. No, no, I'm just saying animal abuse is is crazy. Yeah, you get me. Um, and I'm not someone who likes animals. Animals are calm, like they're good, but I'm not overly affectionate. I'm not overly crazy towards animals. You get me? Yeah, yeah, I hear. But at the same time, I'm like I still recognize that animal abuse is is wild. Yeah, it's right? wild. So, I feel like. West Ham should be allowed to deal with that incident in an isolated manner 
where they could not where we should not be able to compare it to racism sexism or whatever the other things that players have done yeah but at the same time i recognize that it's very hypocritical to be like zuma should be sacked from football the premier league west ham should remove kurt zuma from football when other players have been racist have been sexist Mm. have been homophobic Mm. have done all these other sorts of things and they still have comfy careers like they're still very you know comfortable in their position yeah yeah i don't know um i am an animal lover i guess not too tough but i want a dog in the future like i have a i guess i was gonna say strong connection but that, that sounds really weird but um i have family members who have um like animals like a dog and stuff and I like I love the dog like I love the dog do you know what I mean so if anything was to happen to that dog I would feel very heartbroken so now I get it when I was younger I was like why are all these people so attached to animals blah blah Mm -hmm. they become a part of your family so it is heartbreaking to see um and whatnot but yeah my question to you is if you were part of Zuma's PR or um West Ham's PR how would you have handle that situation um if you know you're gonna start kurt zuma immediately after that video has come out Mm. you need to have a statement saying we are dealing with the situation at hand Mm. for now kurt zuma will play until we figure out an appropriate punishment yeah that makes sense you get me and you feel like west ham basically didn't do that they came out and said they condemn Kurt Zuma. Yeah. But they hadn't, they hadn't kind of like indicated that they were going to deal with it. You get me? Yeah. So it just looks like, oh, we condemn Kurt Zuma, but he's still going to play. You get me? <laughs> what happened? Yeah. yeah. I hear, I hear. So it, it seems like they don't care. Yeah. 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 I get it. Um, so I feel like they could have handled that better. I also feel like they could have just dropped him. He didn't have to play against Watford. Yeah, I feel like. Oh, they you mean for the him. game or from the team? From the game, from the game. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I feel like that's probably like the easier thing to do to not cause like an uproar, like yeah. not cause too much friction. Just be like, okay, cool, like you know, um, step up for this game or a couple of games. Couple of games should have been a couple of games. Yeah, yeah, a couple of games. We'll deal with it later, kind of thing. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think if I was Zuma's. If I was Zuma's PR, I don't know what I would do. I would even doing the whole statement thing now. You, you, I feel like I expect that from every celebrity. If as soon as something goes wrong and because of council culture and this and that, but sometimes I just feel like it's very forced, mm-hmm. um, and it doesn't seem very like genuine or natural. But yeah, I don't know. I think I would have done the same. Ah, uh, come off it, come off it. You're waffling. You have to know you're waffling. What are you gonna say? Yeah, I was gonna say let's move on to on to the main topic. The yeah. Brits. The Brits, the Brits, the Brits. Did you watch it? I feel like you're gonna say no. Yeah, I watched it. Oh, did you actually watch like when it was live? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Fair enough. I did I didn't. <laughs> but I saw it like um I think I saw it a couple of days before that uh before that. And I saw that they released, they were going to release anyway, NFTs, which was something new that they were trying to do. And they were trying to be more, they were trying to um, appeal to the younger audience. That's what I saw. Um, you know, the whole YouTube and multi-channel um, broadcasting stations. Um, and there was something else. Oh, yeah, they were broadcasting on TikTok. They were broadcasting on YouTube. Um, first of all, Okay, no, yeah, what's your opinions actually before I get into mine? Um it's like an it's a it's like a, every other award show, I feel like at this point. I'm not overly ecstatic or overly pleased with award shows. Really? Um they're just long. Why? Expand. I don't know, I just I feel like before like watching an award show used to be entertaining. Yeah. Whereas now it's just like, oh, can you just get to it? Like, can yeah. this just end? I said, can you just end? Yeah. 
Because I felt like for time, I was just like, oh, can I just see Dave's performance? Because I'm not trying to see all of this. All this other extra things. Yeah. Do you know, I, I hear it, you know, because I feel like the award shows used to be such a big thing that from even BET used to be very exciting to watch. Now I have zero excitement to mm-hmm. watch the BET awards or um the VMAs, even that, like a lot of other things. So I completely understand what you're talking about. Um, I, but I, as go on, as an award show, yeah, I felt like it was good. I felt like production was good. Production, really um, I felt like Mo tried it being his first time. <laughs> I wasn't overly ecstatic, <laughs> but I felt like he did. He did. He had a few a few bits where it's like, oh, okay, I can see what you're doing here, like the Liam Gallagher yeah. bit. Um. That was that was funny, um, but yeah, he, he tried defo. Um, but yeah, production was good. Um, I felt like the awards um, for a lot of them, it was like the same group of people, mm. so you can kind of see how they shared it amongst them. So like, Sims got best newcomer, Dave got um, best hip hop act, hip hop uh, rap. D- um, what was the other one Graham? Oh, no. Yeah. Drill. Was it Grime or Drill? It was Grime. Okay, yeah. Um, and then Adele got like the big one, so like I think best song. Yeah. Didn't she best album, I think. Um, but in in the categories that Adele was in, Dave was also in, Lil Sims was also in. So they they got to get you know, their one award elsewhere, you get me. Mm, mm. And then Adele picked up like the main ones. But yeah. Um so yeah, and then you know, yeah, I thought I thought it was in terms of an award show, it was good. I'm just tired of award shows in general. That's what I was no, getting I, at. I really, yeah, I think as an award show, like overall, I think Mo did a really good job in hosting. I don't know, it was mm-hmm. the first time hosting the Brits, and I can't like I was kind of apprehensive in the beginning, like, oh, how's he gonna do? Is he even gonna bang? Is he even gonna be funny? Like, obviously he's a comedian, but doesn't mean he's gonna be funny. But I feel like he did really well especially in engaging with like the audience and stuff but one thing I clocked I felt like and I didn't clock it from last year because I, I think I remember watching it last year but this year I feel like they were trying to blackenize it you think so yeah because host uh, red carpet red carpet red carpet was Nella Rose and, and Munya Chihuahua and then um, hosting initially, like the main thing was Mo Gilligan and Maya Jama, and yep. then Reese Patterson as well. Yep. So there were, and then the beginning, do you know? <laughs> because the beginning, I don't know if you clocked, I don't know if you watched the like actual beginning, beginning bit, but when they did the whole, like they did a whole comedy sketch and da da and then Mo was like, yeah, I'm trying to bring the mandem through. And then they had the black guy say, yeah, bring the mandem, the more the mandem, the merrier. I was like, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Lord Jesus, this is what we're doing. And then they had the whole bike scene with like everyone in a tracksuit, a white tracksuit, and Mo had the black tracksuit. I just thought that they were just doing too much. I hear it and I love it for the black community because there was a lot of black creatives there and everything else. Love it. But they were just doing too much. I hear that. I hear that. Yeah. I don't know. That they was need... Yeah. It's, but... It is annoying where it's like when we call for diversity, like they go to the extremes Extreme. and just yeah. go all the way. Yeah. You get me? Um, because yeah. I feel like sometimes we feel like it's they're doing too much, but then also it kind of like turns away, you know, other communities because they're like, well, where's I don't want to say representation, but like why are we being excluded from from this as well? No, hundred percent. It has to do with representation. Um because yeah, even deep in it, I don't think I saw anyone highlighted from the Asian community. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of sad. And there's obviously a lot of other communities, of, of course. But I think maybe because it was... It's not even Black History Month in the UK. It's Black History Month in the USA. But maybe because of that, they're thinking, you know, let's blackify it. You know, let's, you know, amplify it a bit more. Let's 
let's go blacks. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, was I don't know. Statement. I don't know what it was, but that's one thing I definitely clocked. And I was just like, okay, yeah. Like what you said, they went to the... I get they're trying to be inclusive and everything else, but they went to the extreme. We just want mm-hmm. to be a part of it. We want to be represented well, but not necessarily neglecting other communities that have contributed to the space as well. Um, but even like white people, you get me? Like, you're not actually going to represent Britain without white people. Yeah. Yeah. You see it. Because, like, fam, at the Brits, was, there's rock and roll, there's pop music, there's um indie. Mm. You get me? So, like, if you don't have people involved that also know these genres, you're not getting a fair representation mm. of the Brit Awards. You get me? Yeah, 100%. And so, um, yeah. I didn't know that they hadn't included the dance category for 16 years. Yeah, I didn't know that. That was so mad because dance is a big, especially electrical music, is a big part of the UK scene. Yeah, for real. For real. Yeah, but anyway, anyway, at, at the end of the day, I am very like, I am very happy. Um, helpful. Well, English is space. I am very happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very happy. Hey, somebody come help Melissa with her English. I'm not, someone actually needs to help me because I'm stuttering. I'm slurring my words. Like, bro, it's actually I'm actually being attacked left, right, and centre. But anyway. Um, now I'm very happy that they did have like you know a lot of black creatives in you know the hosting scene and even behind the scenes and everything else. I do love that artists as well. I did love that. I did enjoy seeing that. But um, yeah, that was just my take. And um, what do you think about what do you think about the genderless awards? Oh yeah, that was another thing. That was very interesting. Are they the first to do that? I feel like they're the first big award show to do it. Yeah, that was interesting because that, that I I don't know how I feel. I I think it's a good thing and it's very positive, but I just don't know how to take it in. And it was just funny. I think Mo said a Mo said Mo said a um a comment in the beginning that um you know the whole bringing like the non gender awards um mm-hmm. non-gender related awards anyway had been abolished and then it was like oh all the males thought it was a good thing until they realized that they were up against adele yeah <laughs> in most of the categories and that was yeah. funny because they are like adele is a heavy hitter like in many categories um so yeah it was just funny but i don't know how i felt about it in general but yeah i don't know what, what do you think i don't know I don't know. I understand it because if you have best male and you have best female... Who's the best you get... female? Is that what you're going to even... say? No, no, not oh. that. But, like, you got best male, you got best female. Like, where do the trans people fit in that? Oh, yeah, true. In the non-binary community. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, because as, as, we, as we go forward as a society, whether you agree with it or not, that's what's happening. You know, the way we think about gender is very different. Mm. Um, whether you agree with it or not. Like, and there's going to be people that feel like they're not included within those sort of categories. You get me? Yeah, yeah. Now, do you want someone like Sam Smith, who's kind of championed this, to be like, well, because I don't feel like I am best male, do you want someone like Sam Smith to be like, well, if you're not going to, you know, have a category that includes me, mm. I don't want to be part of the Brit Awards. Mm. You get me? Mm. Um, so that thinking comes into it for sure. Yeah. But then at the, at the same time, you've also got Adele who's like, I don't know if you caught what she said at the end of her speech, but she was just like, I understand why we have the genderless awards, but at the same time, I do miss being, you know, best female or whatever i do miss oh, that sort of like I yeah i didn't hear that part and she's catching she's catching some stick for saying that really yeah i didn't hear that part that's very interesting because uh, i guess oh well 
I was going to say, the Brit Awards is recruiting the right people because um, mm-hmm. of the strategies and the ways that they're doing things. But, yeah, it just creates a different dynamic. And then, I guess, in that sense, probably a lot of people were, weren't included in mm-hmm. the awards because it was they probably had to, like, refine it even more to mm-hmm. include everyone in one category. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I because like, yeah. you couldn't have... In my opinion, having best male, best female, and then, then saying best, I don't know what the correct word for it is, but best transgender male or best, best transgender really? female, it would have been ridiculous. Yeah, it would. But then they, I would identify as he or she. So they would be in the male category. Or in yeah, the female category. or in a female. Yeah. That's yeah, true. So you could have you could have done it like that. The ones that um, it's the people that is like identify as them, they. Mm-hmm. That's when it gets a bit techy. Yeah. Yeah. And then even kind of like assuming somebody's identity. So imagine like, one day you go to the award shows, right? Yeah. And then somebody has put you in the best male category. And you're like, I'm not a male. When you're like, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so just having genderless makes sense in a sense. Yeah, it's like, yeah. okay, we're going to remove all of that because in the future, we don't even know how this is going to look. How like. to, yeah. 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 I'm, I get, I get it. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm just surprised that Adele said that. But then I guess as an artist, as a, I guess I'd feel differently as an artist, I guess, like in Adele's position. Would you, like, Dells, if you're, like, a big artist, I don't know what you would do, rapper, singer, I don't know what you would what you, what want to do. I feel like you would be a singer anyway. But, yeah, as an artist, um, would you want that? Like, would you want to be in a best male category or just best song or best album and not really be against your own gender, I guess? I understand it in a sense because you're sort of taking away the history in a, in a sense mm. where it's like when you think about women singers you think about amy you think about adele you know off the top of my head british ones Sade, but yeah shirley bassey um but yeah, yeah like when you think about the history yeah you get me and you think about great british singers mm. I'm sure Adele would want to be a part of that sort of like group. You yeah. get me? So then when you take that away and just go back to genderless, it's like you're taking apart that history in a sense. Yeah. You get me? Or even as a guy, sometimes being a being in that best male or being a part of males, sometimes it's about the camaraderie between guys or the camaraderie yeah. between women. You get me? Mm-hmm. So I can understand why, because there's a certain history, there's a certain past or a certain sort of feel in your gender that you kind of like want to be attached to. But at the same time, what Adele said, she said at the start of a statement, I understand why they did this. Or I understand why it's genderless. You get me? So she's not saying she disagrees with it. She's just saying I miss it a little bit. But I, I don't disagree with what they've done. You get me? Yeah. I I hear that. Um, so I don't think she should be getting criticism for it. I don't I don't think so either. And I I, I get what you're saying. Um. Yeah. But and yeah, I yeah I don't think she should be getting criticism for it because obviously if you've known one way for so long, and then now it changes. Obviously you can understand the change but then you might appreciate how it was before. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it'd be different, but I guess she's, it's just one thing she's probably just going to have to adjust to. Or they might change it back next year. We'll never know. But yeah, mm. my question to you before we come off this topic, but um, what did you think about them combining rap, hip-hop and grime together? I get that. You think? Yeah. But don't you think they're completely different genres? They are. They are. But so is, like, if you talk about rock, there's a lot of subgenres to rock. 
if we talk about dance, we got dubstep, we got electric, we got fam. There's bear, there's bear to um, yeah. drum and bass. You get me? So like with with the other categories, they've grouped them together. So if they're gonna group rap, I understand that. But they you get me? Just left it as rap, but they really put in the title hip hop rap. Oh okay, rap. yeah, like, yeah. They didn't need to do that. That it was a bit extra. They didn't need to do that, but as long as it's not best urban. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good with that. Um, but yeah, if 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 rock and roll goes to best alternative rock, best indie rock, best normal rock and roll, um, if it, if it goes into subgenres, and then other stuff starts to go into subgenres, yeah. then I feel like rap, hip hop, drill, Afro swing. We should get those subgenres as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I guess because they've grouped it all for the other ones, I'm I'm yeah. okay with them grouping it for for yeah. our kind of like scene. I I get you. I think I just saw a tweet and it made me laugh. But someone was like, the fact that they grouped them all together, it felt yeah. like they're just grouping all the blacks together. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's kind of how it like the vibe that um. It was given off, but yeah, I completely get your your um explanation. And yeah, on another topic, well, concerning the Brits, I don't know if you clocked any outfits, but um, who do you think was best dressed, male and female? I like Dave's fit. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I can only really remember Dave. Ed Sheeran wasn't bad. It was it was a blue. It was a no, it was a. No, no. <laughs> what I remember, hold on. No. Let me check it again. No, yeah, check it clearly because it's a blue velvet suit, and it wasn't like a dark blue. It was a bright blue velvet suit mm-hmm. with a tie that didn't even go with the suit, and it looked too small. The no, Ed is worth a lot of money. He needs to get a stylist. Do you know what though? No. Do you feel like at the Brits? It's only like the main people that you really see on the red carpet. I I feel. Do you know what I feel like happened for the Brits? I feel like everyone showed up late, so they only got a few photos of a few people, and that was that. No, but I feel like at the Grammys. Yeah. Like you see bare people like on the red carpet i think i think everyone showed up late either they were late or drunk because uh, they're obviously british in it but they're late or drunk that's it mm-hmm. that's I, that's what i think happened because literally i was trying to search up the uh pictures of like um everyone from the red carpet and i i saw the same pictures everywhere so i think everyone literally showed up late but then um i don't know how it worked because nella rose and um what's called Munya. Munya, Munya, hey, this is this is Munya. Yeah, they did their whole thing, um, and they were they were there for like over an hour, so they must have seen like everyone or a bunch of people. So I don't know why they seen. Anyway, that's besides the point. I think who I think was best dressed. I think Brie Runaway, her outfit, and whoever their style her stylist that her stylist is needs a round of applause because she looked very banging she looked good it was very simplistic but the shoulders the sleeves it all worked together the hair it made sense it made a lot of sense the accessories it wasn't too much and it just looked good another person who i feel like looked good was adele adele looked really yeah adele looks i liked yeah. her fit her outfit really suited her body um i love the off the shoulder look but i feel like she's still like She's still, like, in this whole, I don't know, in, her, like, her style is still, like, back in the day, I still feel. Uh, but she still looks good. She still looks timeless. I rate it. Um, but, yeah, I feel like she could, you know, do a, she can experiment a bit more. But I guess she doesn't really have to. It's Adele. Yeah, she's not, I wouldn't say she's, she's not a Rihanna type person. No, she isn't. But I still feel Adele's like. Adele's a, an old soul. Into, in terms of her music anyway so I, would, music, I guess yeah. it would it but would translate still, to a dress she's still young she can still experiment a bit more like i feel like the way she's dressing now is like how she probably dressed like when 
um, back in the day. And now that she has this new body, this new outlook in life, da, 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 maybe not outlook in life. But... Do you think she does? I feel like she just lost know. weight. <laughs> yeah, she did lose weight, but I feel like she could do a bit more with it, you know. She has a great body, great figure. I'm not saying she didn't before, but I feel like she can do a little bit extra. We saw her flipping Carney attire. Of course she's not going to be like that all the time. Come on now. Like, no, but I feel like I feel like there's certain people that yeah. are like fashion is them. That's that's their bag. I feel like Adele is yeah, just music. People like Adele who've got enough money to get a stylist and you know help them out to you know put them in that bag. Do you know what but I mean? But I don't feel like it's important to. Maybe well, it's important to everyone. It's it's, it's the part of the look as a celebrity, you know. I feel anyway. Um, males though, I would say I can't lie. I didn't see a lot of. People. actually no there was one person who i saw and it, and it like they zoomed into the details their um their suit and it had it was like a deal but i forgot who it was i want to say gets but i don't think it was gets but i saw it on instagram earlier but that suit was good it was like a navy blue suit with like the detail was like black or like a charcoal color it looked good um i kind of did like those but i feel like um, yeah, I, I like Dave's. I'll just leave it there. And KSI's suit was really nice as well, I must say. I didn't like his performance outfit, though. Um, oh, and Olivia Rodrigo. Her dress was really nice. I can't believe she's 19, though. That's mad. Yeah, when they said that, I was like, raw, probably. Yeah, I was so shocked. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it for me, for outfits. I don't think anyone really... Now that I think about it deeply, yeah, there wasn't a lot of man on the red carpet. There wasn't, and I feel like at the Grammys, there's bare man on the red carpet. Yeah, I'm starting to feel like if you go to the Brits, it's normally it's either your first time, or like you're you're nominated for an award, but like other artists that aren't nominated, they don't go. Yeah, I don't think they they really care too tough. Like, yeah. no one looked that they liked, they really cared about it, really and truly. Even that... Idris showed up late with sunglasses. Yeah, and he looked like he, he was just in that bomber, innit? Yeah. <laughs> he looked like he didn't really care. I thought, I thought he was high or something. <laughs> the way he showed up, I was like, yeah, he does not care. He but, like, with the Grammys, they've got, like, all their brunches and events going on beforehand. So everyone's in LA, everyone's in town. Yeah. Yeah, everyone cares about the Grammys and everyone yeah. is good for the Grammys. And even the Mobile Awards, I feel like more people cared about that, really and truly. Or more I would say more, well, ever. yeah, more black people definitely because there's yeah. more awards. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, I don't know what it is, but yeah, man. Until next year, I guess. We'll what about performances? Oh, uh, oh yeah, I forgot we haven't touched on that. Um, do you know what? I haven't finished watching all the performances. Oh, fair enough. Um, but the last Might one. I have I to saw... just leave it there then. <laughs> <laughs> the last one I saw was the Chris uh, Fredera? Fred... No, Frida? Fred... I have no clue who that is. One of the alternative rock people. Um, yeah, that was the last performance I saw. But I saw Adele's. I saw uh, Little Sims one, which I like yeah i did like it um yeah i liked little sims one actually especially the one where they had the suits i thought it was kind of cool i like little sims outfit actually for her performance um that her other outfits just didn't look like she really gave a damn it looked like she just went asos and just put on a nice jacket and shoes and their trousers um but yeah i'm trying to think who else Adult performance is cool. Yeah, we should leave performances. Adele's was alright. Um, Liam Gallagher, his was alright. Oh, I think I missed that one. Yeah. Um, Lil Sims was alright. Ed Sheeran and that other guy, this, uh, that was a bit interesting. That was okay. Um, KSI. KSI, terrible. You think? Yeah. Wait, what made it terrible for you? Um, he couldn't breathe. 
He couldn't not walk. breathe, but like the way he was rapping. It was very I like his tone. It was very low, not like he couldn't breathe. I thought it was just low. Like, no, his breath control wasn't wasn't good. You think? Yeah. Oh, I just thought the key was too low for him because it was his breath control. He was best struggling to get his words out. Yeah, and there was that. Like the clarity wasn't good enough. Like when when Dave came on, or when the end performance. Like oh. if you go watch KSI's performance, yeah. and then watch Dave's performance with yeah. uh, Gets, uh, yeah. Gigs, Meeks, and Fredo. Yeah, like you can tell, those are real rappers. Yeah, that's you get me? so bad. Oh, like no offense to KSI, he's he's done his thing. Like yeah. he's made it to the music industry from something completely different. You get yeah. me? He's done boxing, he's done YouTube, but you can tell those guys are real rappers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I need to watch that performance because I feel like everyone's been talking about that performance. I've seen the clips, I've seen the pictures. And I feel like the pictures look banging. Like, they look so good. Um, mm-hmm. The outfits look good. The stage looks good. But yeah, I get what you're saying. KSI. Like, obviously, I feel like this is probably his biggest performance yet. Shout out to Anne-Marie um for you know handling that fall with with as much grace as you could i feel like everyone falls everyone has to fall (laughs) every year on the brit awards or some show and it just had to be her turn this time but yeah Mm. Uh, one thing i was deep in though was i was actually very amazed like i was actually yeah amazed at like how far you know content creators have gotten because to think KSI started by playing games on his computer and then now look how big he is and he's creating music, he's doing all these amazing things and even like the Munoz and the Nello, Nello Rose as well, them are not doing big things and it started from content creation. Mm-hmm. That's so mad. Yeah, well, I feel like we live in a different world now where you're influence or your image can get you into a lot of places if that makes mm, sense yeah 100% and we see that on a daily basis with people getting multiple bags because they can bring a certain fan base towards a company mm. you get me yeah whereas beforehand I feel like if you're a presenter you're a presenter if you're a comedian you're a comedian if you are a singer you're a singer whereas now it's like you could be a makeup artist or you could be a dj or you could be a i don't know musician but because of the influence you have you're able to kind of like cross fields yeah which is what we're seeing no yeah i 100% agree with what you said 100% it's, it's so true yeah but it's still crazy though just like I feel like I'm a part of their journey because I just keep seeing different things happening for so many different people and so many pathways created from the fact mm. that they have influence, whether it's big or small. But, yeah, amazing for them, though. Love that. Yeah. But yeah, man.